How can we make the world better? By making ourselves better. The Dr. Joe Show explores how you can make positive personal change by using his groundbreaking and highly effective I Am approach to understand who we are and why we do what we do. Your small changes can have big effects. Join us now for the Dr. Joe Show with Mark Stiles of Stiles Law, Thomas McCoy, and your host, Dr. Joe Schrand. Stretch the kindness, brush with madness. Is it sadness or just a show? Then go, 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 go. Then go, 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 go. Then go, 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 go. Oh, welcome. To the Dr. Joe Show. Nice. Live in studio. Larry, I didn't get the cue, my man. Yeah. I was just doing it anyway. He looked at me. He He didn't point at me this time. That's not bad. It's great. It's really nice. It's different being live than uh, pre recording. Do do our listeners know that sometimes we pre record? Well, I'm sure they do now. (laughs) (laughs) We had a couple last night. We did a couple last night, and they're going to be coming on over the next couple of weeks, and yeah. they're going to be pretty amazing shows. Pretty amazing. So yeah. I was part of one, not the not the other. Yeah. Couples. Uh, what was the, the the title of the Bullets new the book? Bullets couples. It was uh, secrets of, of strong couples. Secrets of strong couples. And in full disclosure, I have it ready on my Audible. It's on my wish list. That's I haven't ordered it yet because I don't yet have this month's credit. So. Okay. Next month, okay. when I get my credit, I'm going to download it and listen, and I'm going to share it with yeah. them. They wanted to know how it sounded. Yeah, it, it sounded great, and and we'll. They're you, great. They are just a wonderful couple, and they've got such a good message. It's really comes down to communication, right? Communication, being able to tolerate, but being able to embrace at the same time, and recognizing that anger is real and it happens. But there mm. are all these different permutations. And they were on during COVID as well for their they first book. They were on book. for their first book. Yeah. Which was also a great book about, about couples. And and you can find those on podcast where you find podcasts anywhere. Anywhere. Right, Thomas? That's anywhere. Right. right. What was the second one about? I had to run for that appointment. Thomas, you want to get on the air and talk about what the second one was about? Yeah. So the second one was on schedule to be another back to school episode with Dave Anthony. Um, it was certainly meant to be. Oh, man. What happened? It, it went in a very interesting direction. Oh, I can't wait. We, we, we did the full call. Oh, you're going to hate it. I am? You're going to absolutely hate it. Hate it. Well, you're going to Hate it? Well, I don't hate either much. that or you're going to love it. You're going to like I can't it. wait. You're, Is it going to make me uncomfortable? It, no. Very. Very? <laughs> me personally or, or the uh, general audience? Probably general. Not general I, audience. I, it definitely will leave some I, people uncomfortable. I, I, no, I think, I think it, it potentially could... Help get the conversation going. Okay. You know, because in the same way that there's a marriage, right, where we really are one country, but we are divided. Yeah. Right. And so, how do we talk with each other? Well, this, you know, this show last night was showing one side of things and bringing in the other side and making us recognize that we are, I mean, my part. Are we going to get letters and emails? It, maybe. You sure? But but it but it's 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 worth listening to folks. So it's gonna be coming on either the next week or the week after that. Actually it's uh, live on the podcast feed right now. Uh, or Ooh. live on the podcast feed right now and then we'll be airing Ooh. it sometime, sometime on WATD as well. Yeah, so listen listen live on the podcast. It is great Dave, getting Dave's 
like non comedy mode side where he's more thoughtful. Well, he's always thoughtful, but less angry. Yeah. Yeah. What he's less angry when he does comedy? No, he's he, <laughs> He he lets he lets everything fly when he does comedy. Yeah. Like, but with you, as with all of our guests, they are always uh, they always take a pause to, to mm. look again. Yeah. Thank you. To look again. Yeah. To respect. That's right. That's exactly what it's about. And you know, that's part of what we're going to be talking about tonight is the application of the I am approach, mm. but in a very different different arena we've got some really exciting news don't we yeah are you ready to share um yes let's share this amazing news okay so i don't know if folks know that but uh, drugs free theater has been around for many many years we had to take a pause during covid but we then had some great support from senator susan moran from senator patrick o'connor from Patrick Kearney, uh, one of our state reps, and others came forward to put a number in the budget that the governor signed off on the other day so that Drug Story Theater can bring its, its mission to many, many more people. And so they gave us $450,000. Where is that? Where is that clapping? Yeah. And and, and, and and it's such a wonderful use of state funds. This is a public-private partnership now. The state is getting behind this private, nonprofit organization to present something that, as the state alone, can't do that's alone. Right. That's right. So bring on this group of individuals yep. and present that to as many impressionable youths as you possibly can. Right. That's the idea. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight is rebuilding a new troop of kids uh, that we're going to be able to get their stories. We're going to be able to bring them into the world where you contribute to society to help with your sobriety. And later on in the show, we're actually going to have a special guest who's going to be calling in who is one of our drug story theater kids. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. She's been a guest on the Dr. Joe show a number of times yeah, as well. Yeah. Can't wait to check in. Now, so, can you tell us what Drug Story Theater actually is, though, for the listeners are, are, that don't know? Absolutely. So what Drug Story Theater does, we take kids, teenagers, in the early stages of recovery from drugs and alcohol. We teach them improvisational theater, and then we use something called psychodrama so they can create their own scripted shows about the seduction of addiction to, and recovery from drugs and alcohol. They then perform these shows for middle schools and high schools so the treatment of one becomes the prevention of many. That's our slogan. The treatment of one becomes the prevention of many. But in between each scene of the show, the kids step out of character and they do PowerPoint presentations teaching the audience about the neuroscience of adolescent brain development and why it's at such risk for addiction. All the kids in the audience take a pre-show neuroscience quiz, then they take the exact same quiz after the show, and we're measuring how kids who learn about their brain change their perception. We're not trying to scare anyone. I mean, if the brain is going to choose between fear and pleasure, it's going to choose pleasure every time. If it's going to choose between anger or sadness and pleasure, it will choose pleasure every time. So that's not what this is about. This is saying... 
addiction is not about morality. It's about mortality. We're not trying to scare you. We're just saying this is, these are just the facts. So what we're asking kids to do is just to wait because the numbers are real. If you start using drugs or alcohol after the age of 21, one out of 25 people are at risk for lifelong addiction. If you start using before the age of 18, that number goes to, and the kids put up a slide that says, guess here, and the audience starts guessing. It's one in four. Mm. Just think about that. One in four, if you start using before the age of 18, wow. simply because of the way the brain is developing. And we, the kids teach about brain development. What age is the audience? So we have... Sixth graders, seventh, or six through twelve. Okay. Right, and so after the show, there's always a talk back where I moderate, and the kids in the audience get to ask our kids questions, and that I think is an even more powerful part, right. because there's the show, but then it's these kids, the interaction, and you know we'll we'll ask our guest. It's you know, not Nancy Reagan like. telling you no. That's don't. right. That's right. This is not it's a peer. Yeah. This is not a just say no. Not to just say no. And the thing that I really do not want to say no to, however, <laughs> is our sponsors. So what I'd like to do is not say no, but say we're not going to wait anymore. Let's take a commercial break. We'll hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back with the Dr. Joe Show and our guest from Drug Story Theater. The Plymouth Area Chamber of Commerce 2023 Plymouth Waterfront Festival is this Saturday. Come to Plymouth's beautiful waterfront and enjoy over 200 local artisans, crafters, and food vendors. Bring your children to the Kids Discovery Zone or head to the Brewster Gardens for the Ducky Dash races. Take a quack at the $100 grand prize as 1,400 rubber duckies are launched into the town brook. Drop your tailgate at the Rebels and Rods Cruise In Car Show. Moving to a new location this year on Water Street, the Rebels and Rods Cruise In Car Show will now stretch the festival across the entire waterfront. Enjoy live music and entertainment at the Plymouth Amphitheater, featuring local favorites like the Burt Swart Band, Three at Home, Ward Hayden and the Outliers, Total Strangers, and the Aldous Collins Band. It's fun, it's free, and it's all family-friendly at the Plymouth Waterfront Festival from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday. This year's major festival auto sponsor is Tracy Motors. Find out more at PlymouthWaterfrontFestival.com. See you this Saturday. Mia, I love car trips. Me too. I spy with my little eye. An expired inspection sticker? Yep, and you don't need an appointment to get your inspection sticker at Luchetti's. Just drive in today. You're in and out in less than ten. Hi, I'm Tara Thompson. And I'm Holly Flanagan. And you can hear us every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. on Breaking the Ice, Let's Talk Inclusion, presented by The Great Blizz Inclusive Hockey. Each week, we discuss topics important to our inclusive community and highlight the talents and achievements of our community members. So make sure to tune in Wednesday night at 8 p.m. to Breaking the Ice, Let's Talk Inclusion, presented by The Great Blizz Inclusive Hockey. Breaking the Ice, every Wednesday night at 8 p.m., right here on 95.9 WATD. Dr. Joe Show. Thank you for that amazing cue, Larry. That you was, are wonderful. That was right on cue. It's great. It's uh, it's different being live, isn't it? Yeah, I, I isn't it? I love the the energy when I we're do live. Too. I do know? too. I do too. It's so different than 
being separated by Zoom and 2D. Yeah, but but you know, Drug Street Theater all through COVID, we met pretty much every Wednesday night That's awesome. with the kids through Zoom. They they even created a new show during COVID. But I am just so proud mm. of all of them. But folks, if it's okay with you, I'd like to introduce uh, calling in one of our Drug Story Theater kids, Heather. Heather, you on the line? I am. Hi, guys. Hey, Hi. Heather. Hi, Welcome Heather. back. I know. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So, how have you been doing? I, I, what's tell tell folks a little bit about yourself, will you? Thanks. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, my name's Heather, and I was part of Drug Story Theater. I started when I was about. 13. So I started using drugs and alcohol when I was around 11, and it got really bad around the time I was 13, and then I found Drug Story Theater, and I stuck with it until I think I was about 17. I took a little break during COVID, and and now I'm back. Yeah. And better than ever. You are back. And I, I will yeah. never forget meeting you. Um, do you remember that? <laughs> do you remember that time? I do. Go ahead. <laughs> Unfortunately, wanna... I do, yeah. Um, I couldn't even think straight. I mean, I, I looked like a walking zombie, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sort of sort of plastered up against the wall, sort of staring out at our program. and. Yeah. But look at you now. So that's the part that's really yes. so great, you know, is it the resilience that you and the other kids have. How has drugstory theater really helped? And I, 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 maybe I'll toss this over to Mark to start asking questions, so it doesn't seem. Well, that was a great question, but yeah. but uh, but you're allowed to ask these questions. You've put a lot of work into this, okay? Okay. So. Right. So I have to I have to thank drugstory theater number one for my sobriety because growing up as a kid and I'm in this program, I'm going there once a week. Like, there, there weren't many resources as, like, a kid who was actively using drugs and alcohol. But this was something that I enjoyed going to every week. Um, every, every session, we would all sit down before, have pizza, and sort of talk like a family. So it was, it was almost like therapy, while at the same time, like, I really loved knowing that I was making a difference for other kids at the same time. Um, yeah, and I mean... I'm completely sober now. I'm 22 years old. I live in my own house in Marshfield on the water. Like, and I have to thank Drug Story Theater for that. If I didn't have you guys, who knows? Oh, that's amazing. I'm, I'm getting goosebumps, yeah. Heather. Thank you so much <laughs> for that. Seriously, though. Yeah. So, so what are you going to commit to now, Heather? So is there like a, a peer liaison, a mentor type of role for you at Drug Story Theater now? Yeah. So <laughs> Kathleen, um, who is... Dr. Shran's assistant. She um, she came to my house today and we sat down and we talked and cool. I'm officially employed by Drug Story Theater. Oh. I'm going to be a peer, peer um, what's peer, it called? Peer specialist. Peer right? specialist. Yeah. yeah. And, you're gonna, and you're going to get training for that as well. Even though you have your lived right. experience, there's actually a certificate cool. that you get for that. Peer and recovery coach peer, it's called. Even better. A peer recovery right. coach. So, I'm going to call you the Success Sherpa, though. How's that? That's your title, Heather. <laughs> I'm going to call you the Success Sherpa at the doc- at the yeah. uh, Drug Story Theater because you're going to help right. so many more kids. Do you realize how many more kids you're going to help by being involved in this? 
Right, exactly. I know. I'm so excited. How did it feel being up on stage and getting the applause from the audience? So in the beginning, it was super nerve-wracking because obviously I was a young kid getting up in front of other young kids, so there was a lot of thoughts like, oh, like, I hope they're not judging me. But then as you go throughout the show, you realize they are, like, tuned in and they're listening to what you're saying and they're interested and everything that you're doing, and they're not judging you. They're actually, like, very intrigued, and they can relate to the things that you say. Um, so well, it, it got it got a lot easier as time went on. But but everyone was pretty nervous the first couple of shows, weren't they? You know, yeah, it was scary. It was scary. Well, had you yeah. done any performing before that? No, never. I mean, I guess, like, in middle school, I did, like like a, a little play or something, like one year of middle school. Um, but other than that, like, no, not really. So how did you overcome the fear and gain the courage to say, okay, I will play this part and I will stand on this stage and I will do it? Well, remember, it's not playing a part. Right. It's, right, it's right, Heather right, being right, right. Heather up there and enacting yeah. her story Sharing your and story, other stories. Which is even more which is, yeah, more vulnerable. Absolutely vulnerable. You know, not professional mm-hmm. actors. So how did you find the courage to do that? I think knowing that it was helping other kids and, and helping me and helping, like, my grandmother. It was building my me and my grandmother's relationship and trust back. Um, knowing all of that made it a lot easier, and especially being surrounded by the other kids that were doing it. Like, it just felt like one big family, and we, we all had each other's back. Yeah. So it got got a lot easier as time went on. And you want to tell them a little bit about Nana and, what, and how she was involved in this? Yeah, so so my Nana raised me um, ever since I was a little baby, and she kind of watched me during my addiction, and she was my number one supporter. Like, she would bring me to Drug Story Theater every week, and um, eventually she, she got involved in it herself, even though she couldn't really remember her lines too well. <laughs> she, still, she got up on stage, like every single show and did the lines and did the best that she could but it was all because she wanted to help me and yeah. um, she was my biggest supporter yeah i love it and, and, th- and yeah. that gives it such such honesty and integrity i mean there's heather and her grandmother right. on stage enacting some of the scenes some of the experiences that had happened with heather and her grandmother right i mean we, we, none of this was made up i mean that's the part yeah. that's so powerful and none of it we didn't go, oh, let's do this. Yeah. This is what psychodrama is about. So psychodrama, uh, Heather would tell her story about you know, the seduction, addiction, recovery, and then she becomes the director. And she'll say, I'm Heather. I'm playing the director. And then the other kids would say, you know, I'm Jade. I'm playing Heather. I'm Debbie. I'm playing Timmy, you know, and everybody then enacts the story. Heather, do you, do you remember some of that and, and what that experience was like so. for you? Yeah, I remember the first one I did. I think I walked out and I cried. It, it can get pretty real and, and pretty deep because you're, you're kind of seeing, like, the whole thing come together and it almost brings you back for a second. Um, but then you have everybody there to, like, talk to you and, like, help you through it. And it, it's, it's really healing. Wow. Yeah. So there's so many layers to this. So many. And the, so many, yeah. yeah. And the psychodrama, you're absolutely right. Because you're seeing it, it elicits more and more the memories. And really, that's can be pretty traumatic. But that's why we're there with each mm. other. That's the treatment. That really is the therapy part. 
And what was important is that the kids kept showing up. And it was, as, as I think Jade had said, it's a no-judgment zone, mm. right? So right. everybody was there able to be honest, and that was part of the I Am. Mm. We didn't really talk about the I Am much, but all the kids who'd come through Castle, they all knew it because Castle was based on it. Respect leads to value. Value leads to trust. Here's the trust, and I'm going to get up on stage mm. and share my story. And Heather's right. Those, you could hear a pin drop. I mean, those kids in the audience were so locked in. And what was it like when yeah. you when you heard their applause? When I heard their applause, it, always, it felt really good, really, really good. Um, I can say that at the end, the talkbacks could could be like a, a little bit sad, though. At the same time, you know what I mean. It was very exciting, and it felt I was proud that I was getting applause since we just did a show. Um, but the talkbacks were, they could get pretty deep and sad, like seeing all the kids, like knowing that they could relate to our stories. Yeah. That, that part was tough. Yeah. But very worth it. Help us understand that. What, what kind of questions were you getting that really were memorable and impactful? Let's, let me think here. What kind of questions were we getting? Like what? Um, there were, I, there were a lot of questions about what, what we were using, but are you talking about when we would ask the kids? We would we would ask the kids in the talk They would back, all raise their hand. Yeah. How uh, many people yeah. here know of someone who have, or have lost someone personally uh, to the opioid crisis? Yeah, right. That part always sent chills yeah. down my spine and you'd see, every single time. Wow. You'd see hundreds of hands Because it would be more up. than half the audience but yeah. it's just a, it's obviously like a super big deal that like needs to be fixed yeah, yeah. um that's, yeah that's what it and was. this can do it exactly and i believe in it 110 percent. Hmm. i'm so excited we got this funding because now it, it can push us to the next level yes yeah absolutely and, th- and that's what I, I want people in the audience to realize is we are now rebuilding we're building drugs for theater again so if you have someone who you'd like to be part of this, go to our website, drugstorytheater.org, and that's theater with an E-R, because so many of our kids wind up there. Drugstorytheater, all one word, dot O-R-G. And you'll find there places you can mail us. Kathleen, my COO, Chief Operating Officer, will get back to you, or Nicole, my Executive Director, or now Heather yes, will get back Heather. to you as well. And, and come and be mm-hmm. part of this. You know, parents, one of the things for the parents is to realize that it's okay to say that your kid is going through this. Mm. Your kid may keep it secret from you, and you may get really angry about that, but I want you to remember, secrets aren't secrets because of what we've done. Secrets are secrets because we worry, how will someone judge me if they know my secret? So your kids may be keeping the secret from you, because they still really care what you think about them. Just think about that for a moment. They really care what you think about them. And one of the things that I really care about is what my sponsors think of me. So Heather, you stay on the line, but we're gonna hear from the sponsors. We'll take a commercial break. We'll be right back with Heather, the Drugstory Theater, and the Dr. Joe Show. 
There's no better place for your kids to have fun than the 155th Marshfield Fair. Rides, exhibits, fair food, games, and entertainment await. From the children's activity tent to the petting zoo, let their curiosity rule the day. Come see the beauty within the butterfly hatchery. Put on your conductor's cap and explore the model railroad. Then let the whole family unwind at this year's music and food court. For information and a schedule of events, visit marshfieldfair.org. The 155th Marshfield Fair, August 18th to the 27th, Route 3A in Marshfield. One in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced. Let our professional parts people test your battery for free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you need last-minute hires in no time, you need Indeed. Their integrated hiring solution lets you schedule and conduct video interviews all in one place. Finding your next great hire has never been more streamlined. Get hiring at Indeed.com slash credits. Attorney Joe Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters, and that's why it's so important to hire someone that has those skills. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Boston-area attorneys, 10 Cabot Road, Suite 210, Medford, Massachusetts, 02155. It happens all over Massachusetts. In every home and every community. Be careful in your bike. Learning can happen anytime, anywhere. We'll see you at practice this weekend. And no matter how learning takes place in your family's life, Desi is there as your partner. The Massachusetts Department of Elementary and Secondary Education. Never stop learning. Find out more at mass.gov slash back to school. Sponsored by the Massachusetts Department for Elementary and Secondary Education. Attorney John Dwayne here, reminding you to listen to Tom Williams Live this Saturday and every Saturday. Tom Williams has over 45 years of experience giving sound advice on wills, trusts, estates, purchase and sale agreements, and family law. Join the conversation live this Saturday morning at 11 here on 95.9 WATD. Larry, we're back. We are back with the Dr. Joe Show. Talking about Drug Story Theater and all of the amazing things that are happening with this organization, drugstorytheater.org. Pay attention. This is uh, this is going to this is going places. You're gonna you're going to you're going to reach the goal of reaching all sixth and seventh graders in the United States of America right. and their guardians and their parents to understand this because it's the prevention. Yeah. Right. It's proactive. It's getting to them before preventive medicine. Right. Oh, absolutely! With the peer-to-peer concept, and we have we have a Hall of Famer here on the line. Too, we don't do. We? we got Heather on the line. <laughs> hey guys! So I, I'm curious. Um, when you were actually involved in the rehearsal and everything, what were you learning about yourself? What was I learning about myself? I would say how to be confident in my story. Um, I was becoming a better version of me in front of my eyes, whether I realized it at the time or not. Um, I can see that now. Um, What was I learning about myself? I guess I was learning a lot, too, about how much it had affected me, even though 
I would try to push it away. And, you know, and I, I would try to push it away with the drugs and the alcohol and act like, you know, everything was okay. And Drug Story Theater really pulled that out of me to show me that, you know, there is trauma and there is things that, you know, you need to work through. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's the part about it. There's There's always a reason, you know, but it's sometimes it's based on coming from a difficult family, but... Can you tell the kids, uh, the kids, can you tell our audience a little, a little bit about the PowerPoint presentations and what neuroscience we're actually teaching the kids? Do you remember any of that? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I, I, I do. I, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically, basically, we would step out of character and we would be on stage and we would, this PowerPoint would come up and it would have all types of um, different facts about the brain on there, like dopamine and oxytocin and, you know, the the chemical of trust and the chemical of pleasure. And um, we would kind of tell them the science behind, like, oh, when you use drugs, like, this this chemical is affecting your brain this way. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so we were basically showing that, you know, all drugs and alcohol force the brain to make dopamine, which right. is about pleasure. But dopamine interferes with oxytocin, not oxycontin, with oxytocin, which is a neurohormone of trust. So the kids will right. say, you can get high, but the price you pay is trust. And that's what, Heather, what you were saying is that how you were rebuilding that trust with Nana all through this. Amazing. It was it was actually amazing. Um, looking back on it now, like me and Nana's relationship now is rock solid. Hmm. That's wonderful. That is awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and in the show, the kids came up with the line, wait a sec. Uh, when I'm using drugs, I'm having an effect on somebody else's brain. Else's brain. Right? <laughs> right. Right. That's what happens. And then um, you also helped to create one of the shows, Second Chances. Wanna I did. Tell, right. tell them about that? That was, the show. that was my very first show with, with my story in there. I, I believe it was my story, Emily's story. Um, Melvin story. Shana, it was Shana. I think it was just. Yeah. I think it was just the three of you. I think it was you and Shana, and uh, and Emily. It was th these three young women sharing the stories. Later, the, yeah. the price you pay was the first one, and second chances, and then we did um, we're still here, which had a whole bunch of people, and that that show was about aces adverse childhood yeah. experiences i don't suppose you had any aces when you were growing up did you heather i think all of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and there's eight of them right what is it eight of them yeah that there are yep yep yeah um yeah i think i i might have ticked the list for all of those yeah um and aces basically right is the childhood experiences, that adverse childhood experiences that kind of set you up almost for failure in a way um, for a lot of kids. So you're more at risk for addiction if you've had some of those boxes checked off. That's right. Because yeah. because your self-esteem is, is so low. Yeah. I mean, right. Exactly. Um, and we all also are working on um, another show I heard today, a college show. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. Th that's very dark. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, yeah. We, we, we have this, um, this script from 
other kids who'd been through a lot of different things, uh, dark things. They're, you know, being molested, raped, you know, having all sorts of horrible problems because of the drugs and alcohol. Mm. Um, but it was so dark, we, we just could not do that for sixth graders. Um, but it's going to be coming back and in production. Plus, we're going to get new kids. Heather, what, what's your thought about that? How are we going to get new kids? How, what do you think? So I, I think Rockdale in, in Worcester is our best bet, honestly. Um, that's a substance abuse high school, right? Yep. Rockdale? Yep, Rockdale. Yeah. So I think going out there and trying to recruit as many kids as possible from there, learn their stories, um, if they allow it, that would be amazing yeah. for Drug Story Theater. And you had some experience with Rockdale. Can you tell folks a little bit about that conference you went to or something? Yeah, so we did a wellness conference like a month back, and we met some of the kids at Rockdale and the teachers there, and I believe they're using our video in their health classes classes right now. Cool. If I'm right, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of kids um, who struggled with substance abuse, and they all seemed interested in it. Like I talked to them at the table, and um, hopefully, it's something that we can get done. Yeah. So we're we're going to be working hopefully with Rockdale, which is one of the recovery high schools here in Massachusetts, and I'm hoping we also can work with Mir M Y R, which is the youth recovery program uh, through UMass, which is sort of the equivalent of CASEL. CASEL, unfortunately, is no more, but it's a short-term residential program for kids struggling with substance use. Yeah. Um, so we're really hoping that we can recruit from there, go through the process, teach them improvisational theater, use psychodrama, create their own scripted shows, and then can begin performing them and I'd really like to have a show ready to go by April, which is not unreasonable. But no, it, it's very doable. Let's do it. Yeah, we're going to do it. And, and Heather's going to yep. love gonna the be, energy, Heather. I love it. Heather's love it. Love be it. Right there. Right there is part of it. Absolutely. Yep. I'll have it no other way. Now you had November mentioned first, we should have a whole new team of kids. November first. That's a good goal. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a great yep. goal. That's what we're hoping for. You had mentioned previously that you were going to also um, investigate some scripts around screen addiction. Is that something you're going to work through with this also or separately? Or We may this year, but, but we're, the charge that we've been given by the Commonwealth yeah. is really looking at drugs and alcohol. But I think we're going to continue to work towards the screen addiction part mm. because that's really what... That's really a big deal, and it's the, the thing about it is it's not thirteen to sixteen. I mean, screen addiction is now starting at, right. at five, at six. You know, we're starting to see some of the the difficulties. Those kids appear to be at more risk for for some substance use, but we're not sure why. Is it because social media can be so demeaning? Is it because exactly you think so? I think so. I think so. I mean, you go on Instagram and everybody's editing their pictures, and nobody looks like a real person anymore. It, it's def- definitely detrimental to your mental health um, mm. and your self worth, especially young kids where they're so like teachable. Um, they're being they're being shown this, and you know, it's it's not even real stuff on there. Um, also, like kids being addicted to screens, like they're not talking much anymore. They're they're texting, so it's hard for them to communicate and it's creating kids who don't know how to communicate mm. so maybe the there's, maybe there's so many issues with it 
Maybe there's a subplot story that goes on that you can kind of investigate a little bit yeah. within Drug Story Theater. Yeah, absolutely. We can certainly bring that up with the with the new kids and ask them, you know, to incorporate that. We can ask them a specific question about, mm. you know, did you ever have any time with the screen that got you in trouble or something, and then create that in the psychodrama. Right. Yeah. You know. Bring more awareness to the audience, too. Yep. That there is a similarity. Yes. So many people are dismissing it, though. They're saying, you know, it's almost like it's just weed. Right. You know, it's just a screen. You know, remember all those years ago, it's just weed. And now we know how weed is one of the gateways. It really is. Um, 95% of the kids that we work with who have progressed to something else, they started with weed. Mm -hmm. You know? And now that it's legal in Massachusetts, it, it adds a whole nother dimension because as soon as something becomes legal, people think it's safe. Mm. But guns are legal. You know, right. Cars are legal. Right. Prescription pain medicine mm. is legal. It doesn't mean it's safe. But boy, the messaging to the kids these days. And that's, and that's where some, you know, people like Heather come in and they say, mm. this happened to me. Right. And this is a message we need to keep pushing, too, about the weed. Like, just because it's weed and they say it's safe doesn't mean it is safe. Like, same thing with guns. We have to keep pushing that narrative. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's important. It's it's so important. Um, and and that, that leads to another sort of question for you, Heather. When you are finished the show... What is that experience like when you're now off stage, the talkback is over? What's it like driving home? Driving home is always like you have a, a little like warm feeling in your heart, knowing that you, you did something good today. Um, and it's also like it, it can be sad depending on how the, how the talkbacks went. And like, so after the talkbacks, we would get off the stage and the kids would come up to us and talk to us personally. Um, and... They would tell us their stories and things like that, and it's just, it's, it's, hmm, how do I put this? It's heartwarming knowing you're helping these kids, um, and at the same time, of course, like, you're thinking, like, oh, my goodness, I just want to help all of them, and it's, at least that, that's how I, I operate, um, so sometimes it's, like, it's a little bit stressful on the drive home thinking, like, oh, my goodness, like, I hope I got to these kids, like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just curious, you and Nana, would you guys talk about anything or process oh, it yeah, together? Like, or? Yeah, yeah. The drive back would always be, we would we'd be talking about the show and she would say how proud of um, proud of me she was and I would tell her the same and yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And we are. It's always a nice drive back, a nice little bonding moment for us. Yeah, and and. and, and I am incredibly proud of you and Nana and everybody who's been part of this. And now we're going to take it to the next level because the state has yeah. finally recognized this. We've had some enormous supporters and people who really had seen the show before and say, wow, let's, let's keep doing this. And it's, it's all yeah. about the support. If that support makes me feel that oxytocin rush of being valued and trusted, just like I feel from our sponsors. So 
<laughs> Let's take a commercial break. We'll be right back with Heather and the Dr. Joe Show. In the year of our Lord. Plymouth Memorial Hall is your home for year-round live entertainment on the South Shore. Coming soon, Celtic favorites, the High Kings, return on Friday, September 8th. Then, on Saturday, September 16th, folk icon Judy Collins. And finally, on Sunday, September 24th, Toad the Wet Sprocket with special guest The Verve Pipe. Tickets for the High Kings. Judy Collins, Toad the Wet Sprocket, and many more shows at Plymouth Memorial Hall are on sale now at memorialhall.com. Introducing Six Flags Plus, your pass to a whole year of unlimited visits with access to all Six Flags theme parks and water parks, plus priority entry, plus parking, plus in-park discounts on food and more, plus amazing rides and awesome events you don't want to miss. Get all you love about Six Flags. The new Six Flags Plus. All of Six Flags, all year. Experience Six Flags Plus now for just $9.99 a month. See details at SixFlags.com. What is AA? Alcoholics Anonymous is an international fellowship of people who have had a drinking problem. It is non-professional and self-supporting. AA is multiracial, apolitical, and available almost everywhere. There are no age or education requirements. Membership is open to anyone who wants to do something about their drinking problem. For more information, literature, and videos about Alcoholics Anonymous, and to find a meeting near you, visit aa.org. Alcoholics Anonymous has a solution. Friends with Benefits, Thursday nights at 9 on WATD. Join the roundtable as they explore everything from relationships and social issues to life stories, sports, and events. It's Brian Stratton's Friends with Benefits with your hosts, Paul Kearney, Gabe Sirota, and Bob Anderson. Proudly sponsored by Atlantis Sports Clubs and Corey Brothers Stump Grinding. Tonight at 9 on 95.9 WATD. We're back with the Drug Story Theater Show, also known as the Dr. Joe Show, but we have some wonderful announcements about Drug Story Theater and all of the wonderful things they're going to be doing, so keep an eye out, support them, get involved, raise awareness, talk to your schools, get them back in your schools, because uh, big things are happening in the next 12 months with Drug Story Theater. That's right. And we've got one of the all-stars right here on the line, too, we Heather, right? We have Heather here. Hello, Heather. Uh, so just so people know, all through COVID, we were given a lot of support from District Attorney uh, Cruz uh, down here in Plymouth County and in uh, Central with District Attorney Early. They gave us money because Heather had already gone into our local Marshall Community Television, which is now MCM, to film one of the shows. Uh, we have two shows on film. Actually, three, because one of them was done during COVID, which was just on Zoom. But the other two, they've been distributed, and over 100,000 kids have now seen a Love drugstore that. theater show. And Do you see that impact? Do you see that yeah. impact? And that's in, in Worcester and Plymouth County. 
and our online prevention education is also in Spanish. Love it. Portuguese and Haitian Creole. Love it. Because uh, substance use does not discriminate. No, sure doesn't. Heather, I'm going to ask you a couple of things. So the I am approach, uh, the show is based on the I am. Um, And the I am is saying, you know, we're always doing the best we can, influenced by four domains, the home domain, the social domain, the biological domain of your brain and body, and the I see domain, how I see myself, how I think other people see me. Because these four domains interact, a small change can have a big effect. So, Heather, based on what we're talking about tonight, what small change can you recommend to our listeners? What small change can I recommend to our listeners? So if we're talking about I am approach, right? I don't know if you've ever heard of I am affirmations. I'm sure you have. So you basically just can write down in your journal, I am beautiful, I am worthy, I am um, whatever you might want to say. And eventually your brain is going to start believing those statements. If with repetitive use, I recommend that more than anything because it's changed my life. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and and especially because you know one of the great risk factors for first-hand substance use is low self-esteem. Right. So that self-affirmation, saying "I am okay," you know. Right. I am safe. I am. Yeah. Yeah. So, folks. Start writing down those affirmations. Yes. Okay. Because it's really, it, it is going to help. If you are not feeling pleasure because you have low self-esteem, your brain seeks pleasure. It's just part of being human. Pleasure doesn't last. The dopamine that you get from drugs and alcohol doesn't last. So then you need to use more dopamine. You need to use a drug to get it again. It's pleasure. And it would be silly for us to say that, you know, drugs didn't give you pleasure. The problem is the price that you pay for it, right? But there's a difference between pleasure and what Heather is talking about, which is happiness. Right. Happiness is feeling content and feeling valued and feeling connected. That is a very different experience than the dopamine, which is a little bit selfish, a little bit on its own, a little bit you know, keeping other people away. So the second truth of the I am, Heather, is because everyone is interested in what you think or feel about them through their IC domain, which has an effect on their biological domain, because you know it feels different when you feel respected or disrespected. And you're part of someone's home or social domain. The second truth, you control no one, but you influence everyone. You get to choose the kind of influence you want to be. So, Heather, one of my stars of drug story theater, a person (laughs) who is resilient, who has come through Castle and is now flourishing, what kind of influence do you want to be? What kind of influence do I want to be? A positive one. I, I want nothing but to help others and help other people succeed that that's always been a thing for me like i i love animals i love old people i just love like anything innocent and pure so like i guess that's my goal every day is to just be the the best person that i can be and 
and shine positivity and light into the world. Yeah. And, and how does that then reward you when you're doing that for others? That rewards me because I feel like a good person after, and I feel like I accomplished something. Um, being nice is, is a lot more rewarding than, than you would think. Yeah. yeah. And do you think that being part of the Drugs Free Theater community, where, where people are nice to each other, where people respect and value each other, how did that contribute to your ability to move away from the drugs and alcohol? Like I said, just knowing that, like, it was a judgment-free zone and, like, we were like a family, um, like, helped a lot. And yet, we have people who are in families that are, can be pretty abusive at times. And And that's not, you know, it's not disparaging. It's just part of the reality. What we hope kids can do in those situations is seek help because it's not about judgment it's about how do we work together as a family to support each other how do we work together as drugs free theater to support each other how do we work together as the united states to support each other as a world it gets a little grandiose i know but <laughs> but that is part of the message of drugs free theater you are not alone There will always be someone there to help, but we can't do it if you're keeping secrets. And that's what Drugs Free Theater is. When you guys are are doing the psychodrama, secrets are coming out. Here's what really happened. Here's what really happened. And it creates... It's still out of you like nothing, too, you know? It just feels so comforting to let it out. And it's, it's tough to say that it's easy to do that anywhere else. Well, tell us more about that. So it, it's just such a trusting environment. Um, everybody is, like I said, like family. So it just it feels normal to, to let things like that out because nobody is judging you. It's such an easy thing to do. It comes right out of you. Yeah. Yeah. There, there really isn't much hiding. Like, there's nothing really to hide. You can't hide, you know? Yeah. And and, and you know that, that you're safe, you know? Right. And you know that you're going to get pizza. <laughs> that, too. Which is really exactly. good. <laughs> and, and, and then, folks, after we do the psychodrama part, we process it. So people aren't just left raw. Because as right. Heather says, it brings out a lot. Mm. And then everybody comes out of character. So Heather would say, I'm not the director. I'm Heather. I'm not Heather. I'm Jade. Everybody comes out of character. And then we sit in a circle. And we talk about it. And we talk about it. Yeah. And that's, that's the power of this therapy, is that we now get a chance to explore what really happened. How did that contribute to the seduction addiction, and now the recovery from drugs and alcohol. That's the part. So... You got uh, a special recipe there, my friend. Yeah. I can't wait to see it everywhere. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. And and Heather, Mm -hmm. you're going to be a major part of this because you're going to be helping to recruit those kids and and motivate them, them, mentor them. them. Because it's peer-to-peer. That's the power of Drugs Free Theater. It's not some old, white-haired psychiatrist like me getting up and saying, here's what's happening. It's our kids. Yes. 
They are the medicine. They are the power of this. The treatment of one becomes the prevention of many. And what I, I'm just so thrilled about, Heather, is that this is the evolution, the adaptation, the ability to manage these four domains where the best you could do was use drugs. And now right. you make a small change coming to Drugs Free Theater. You make a small change where you influence other people. The yeah. dopamine means nothing, but the oxytocin, that's enormous. It's so healing. So mm -hmm. I, I am really thrilled. Folks, drugsfreetheater.org, please go there. We also... With an always, ER. With an ER, because so many other kids wind up there. Thank you. We also support, and Mark, before we leave, you were saying maybe we can get some private... I would love to see uh, corporate uh, sponsorship involved in this, right? So have the really, the true public-private partnership, right? So we talked about the state government funding this private nonprofit, not-for-profit 501c3. However, there's companies out there that want to be a part of this too. And it would be really great to to really accelerate this with some some private donation, private funding, corporate sponsorship. Yeah, that, I'm absolutely open to that because remember, the brain is the brain is the brain. You may be listening to this in Massachusetts, Michigan, right. or Morocco. It's the same adolescent brain. That's the brain we want to just wait. Just wait until your brain is a bit more developed if you're going to use it all. That's what we we'll want. We'll get there. We'll get there. Heather, thanks mm -hmm. so much for calling in. I can't wait to see you. I'll be seeing you soon. And, I know. Uh, and we're going to get going. All right. Success, we'll Sherpa. It's great talking to you both. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Heather. Good night, Heather. You. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. So, uh, I'm psyched Heather for you guys. She's amazing. Um, she's going to, she's really going to accelerate yep. everything. And we've got Kathleen and Nicole. Yes. And, and we're building a team again. And um, hopefully, you know, Rockdale and Mir will hopefully it's happening manifested see it yeah, happening yeah. see the stages the multiple yeah. shows happening and, all at once and folks remember we are a nonprofit, a 501c3 so anything that you donate through Drugs Free Theater you get a tax write off that's right alright folks thanks so much we'll see you next week Vince bye Mark bye you. Tom cut off his ear did he do it for love did he do it for fear who knows then go Did she do it for love or was she tired of the thrill?